Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. Wednesday, May 25th. Tough to get excited this morning. It's just a tough one. Another tough day in America. I'm not going to make this a big speech about what went down in Texas. It's just awful news. You guys know I have kids. I talk about my kids on the podcast all the time. It's just brutal. Um, I, you don't even know where to begin. I'm not going to go too long on it. I'll just say this. When your night ends with a discussion at the dinner table about what to tell your 9 and 11-year-old kid to do if, like, some guy busts into the school with guns and is shooting people. And, hey, if you're desperate and you're in a pinch, just lay down and play dead, hold your breath, and, like, explaining to them that that's a real option in 2022. It just pisses me off. So I was in an angry mood last night watching the game. And of course the Warriors get their asses kicked for three quarters. It's just disappointing. The fourth quarter got me a little excited because the game got interesting. Um, On a side note, 
to pick your spirits up here on a Wednesday morning. I did watch the final episode of Ozark. And I'm not at liberty to talk about it yet because I'm sure not everybody's seen it. But either later this week or next week, we're going to talk about it. Powerful television. I can't think of a more gripping final 20 minutes on any TV show I've ever seen. The final 20 minutes of Ozark was unbelievable. It Like, you don't think you can wrap up that many seasons of high-quality TV in the final, like, 25 minutes, and it was just like, oh, my gosh. It was, it was amazing. I'm not going to spoil it. Incredible ending on multiple levels of Ozark. Um, all right, on to basketball. We, uh... It's just, it's just tough to quickly pivot to basketball. I'm keeping it real, guys. You know, you wake up and can't stop thinking about what went down. Obviously, you know, my parents are calling me. Oh, oh gosh, be safe with the kids. You know, that stuff's going on everywhere. Your friends are texting. It's just, it's terrible. It's tough to get worked up about an NBA game. I'll, I'll say this. We'll, we'll Just to get to basketball, the Mavs basically delayed the inevitable on Tuesday night, right? They make a million three-pointers. And now they're within 3-1 of Golden State. The Warriors historically have had issues closing out series, okay? Denver up 3-0 in the first round, couldn't close it out. Up 3-1 on Memphis, couldn't close it out. And now this, where they are up 3-0 on Dallas, they give up 23 pointers. Dallas, this is crazy. Dallas made 21 twos and 23s. Is that staggering? I'm I'm stunned. Like, essentially, the guys who couldn't make a throw it in the ocean, right? Could not throw it in the ocean. All of a sudden, Reggie Bullock, six for ten from deep. Kleber, two for three. Dinwiddie, two for five. Dorian Finney-Smith, four for seven. Like, they were hitting. And I guess the question then becomes, well, can they duplicate that three straight games? And I would unequivocally say no, and the Warriors will close this out. It's inevitable they're going to be going to the finals again. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the Warriors in a minute and Steph Curry and what this means. I do want to give a big, 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 huge thank you to A, the Warriors bench mob, Kuminga, who looked really spicy, 17-8 and eight in 22 minutes. And I'm telling you guys, if they do move on from Wiggins because they can't pay everybody, Kuminga is going to be in that Andrew Wiggins mold. He is bouncy as hell athletic. Now he's very raw still and the guy's like 21 years old, so give him some time, but he looked good. Jordan Poole, eh, not as good. Again, he's unreliable at this point. He's very explosive. And then he vanishes. He had a terrible foul out, a terrible possession in overtime when I think they were down 8 or 9 or 10. I'm sorry, not in overtime in the fourth quarter. Moses Moody looks good the last couple games. Their bench, I need to thank them for getting the minute because it forced the Mavs to bring back Luka Doncic for the final four minutes. Dallas led by 29 entering the fourth quarter, 99 to 70. They led by 29 points, and they were forced to bring back some of their starters, including Luka, because the Warriors bench mob went off. And, of course, the Dallas role players sputtered without Luka. And Golden State cut it to, I believe, eight. They bring back Curry, and you're like, okay, this is interesting. Then Luka gets a dunk, and Luka proceeds to finish with 30, 14, and nine. If you're counting at home, that is 53 points, rebounds, and assists. I bet the over on his total, which was 
52. A nice win. Although the Warriors rally blew the uh, under, which was looking pretty darn good entering the fourth until, you know, Golden State decides, let me hang a 39 spot and force Luka to come back. I I wasn't going to win both those bets. Also, Curry unbelievably just made two threes. He's been firing from deep. They really took it away. They wanted the ball out of his hands. It worked. He had eight assists. Guys, Clay Thompson just, I mean, he just doesn't show up for an entire half now. It was like, goodness gracious. And, and you, you know, we'll get to the Boston aspect at some point, but I don't love this matchup for the Warriors against Boston. I just don't. Uh, they're going to be able to, if they can contain Curry, who reliably do you trust? Clay? I don't. Jordan Poole? Less so. Andrew Wiggins? You know, we saw regular Andrew Wiggins. You know, he, he came back to earth a little bit there in game four. You know, um, a robust minus 20. 13 points. No thunderous dunks sending Luka to the to the floor with authority. None of it. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty disappointing showing from the Warriors who... Just I don't I don't want to say they lack their killer instinct, but we remember up three one on the Cavs. Just you, you didn't see that killer instinct, and you know obviously the Draymond Green suspension happened, blah blah blah. But a a disappointing night for sure for Warriors fans. But the good news is Golden State's going to the finals. We know it's it never been done before where a team's blown a three nothing lead, and. This will be the sixth time in eight years for the Warriors going to the finals. And I think ultimately we're going to see some sort of coronation of Curry in the finals. Now, I I, I just want to drill down for a second. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I think we need to put this Curry thing in a little bit of perspective because it's weird. I I don't know, Rob. I'm having trouble framing this. And I, I hate saying people think because it's like, well, who are the people? Why are you giving this your energy? But there seems to be this narrative out there that, oh, when Durant left, the Warriors were kind of dead. And, you know, two years, they missed the playoffs. A lot of that had to do with injuries. Clay missed two full seasons with the Achilles. Curry was injured significantly, I think, in like the opening night or opening week and then missed a ton of action. And they're back now, folks. And Steph Curry, this tiny kid from Davidson, who was the seventh overall pick, he wasn't ticketed for greatness the way it was like, oh, oh Elijah won. We know we know Elijah was going to be a superstar. Uh, LeBron, we knew LeBron had next. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was like a sophomore in high school, right? We knew, who else did we, we, we knew Michael Jordan obviously was a big deal. UNC won the Natty, went top five. Um, but we had no idea that Steph Curry would be this kind of force in the NBA, leading the league in jersey sales. Right, being the number one TV draw. Rob said this week that of the eight most watched NBA playoff games, Curry and the Warriors were in five of them. People are obsessed with Curry, and I and I experienced this back when we were in Pennsylvania before we moved west. And by the way, the anniversary is coming up June one. We moved west. 
six years ago. And I would go to a Sixers game, and I'm telling you, Curry jerseys were everywhere. This was like 2015 as he was ascending and putting on a show. This was when he was still kind of on a bargain contract. He wasn't even a max guy. And you could see the momentum building like, holy cow. And I, yes, I brought my kid um, to a Warriors game wearing a Curry jersey. Uh, my daughter did not go. Wait, she did go to that game. I don't know if she wore a, cur- a Curry jersey. But my son definitely did because I have video of him dancing in it. At any rate, you could see it building. And now, I mean, I know that we say that, you know, Kobe handed the torch to LeBron. It's been LeBron's league. Folks, I, listen, I, I'm a LeBron guy. I like him a lot. But Steph Curry is the face of the NBA. And it's been that way for a little while. I know LeBron took him down, the great comeback. I get that. That was awesome. LeBron is right there with Curry. But it's pretty clear from a merchandise perspective. Go look at the jersey sales. By the way, he hasn't changed teams. LeBron changing teams really helps his cause. And this is not me pitting LeBron against Curry, although they have had beef in the past, specifically that 2016 finals where they blew the lead. You remember LeBron talking trash to him. Uh, after a rejection, I think that was in game five because I think six and seven were back in the Bay Area. But it's not pitting Curry against LeBron. Like, Curry is the bigger draw. LeBron, obviously the better overall player. But what Curry's done, and, and I looked this up. Rob and I broke it down because somebody came after me on Twitter and was like, who cares about finals appearances? It only matters if you win. And people think that this this idea about finals appearances essentially – it is like propping up LeBron's career because he's been so many times. LeBron's been obviously more than Curry. LeBron might end his career with double the amount of finals trips that Jordan had, but he's still got some work to do on that. Nevertheless, we looked since 2000, this century. If you, Do you want to guess how many teams have made the NBA Finals? There's 30 teams in the league. This century, only 16 teams have made the Finals. And it's weird because that awesome run that the league had in the 80s and 90s, since Olajuwon left, how many trips to the finals for Rockets? Zero. Since Jordan left, yep, zero. Since Patrick Ewing left the Knicks, zero. Malone and Stockton left Utah. By the way, Malone and Stockton, an institution in Utah, losing the finals twice. They have not been back. I don't even know if they've sniffed the finals since. Have they made a conference finals? I'd have to look that up. And of course, Kai Drexler with the with the with the uh, Portland Trailblazers. This just speaks to how difficult it is to make the NBA finals. You got to go through three rounds of playoffs. I I just I don't understand the backlash toward Curry. It, it just doesn't make sense to me, Rob. What he has done in Golden State is, I would say, has to be. Uh, hold on, let me let me put this in perspective. If you look at the modern era, i.e. when Bird and Magic joined and the league started to get TV deals and all that, you look at the modern era, what Steph Curry has done in Golden State has to be top five in the modern era. So that would be like the last 40-something years. It might even be top three. Obviously, listen, Jordan going back to back to back, tough to top. LeBron going to the finals, I think it was, was it seven years in a row, Rob, or eight? I believe it was eight straight. Okay. LeBron doing that is right there with Michael Jordan winning three, taking two years off, and then winning three. And now Curry, again, this is an above-the-rim league. Curry is a below-the-rim kind of guy. I mean, I can't. has, has he had a dunk in this playoffs? You know? I mean, all we talk about is Andrew Wiggins' dunk and John Morant's dunk, and people love high-wire acts. But you know what they love more? Steph Curry, Rob. 
that's what they love more. They love it more than all the dunks and all the aerial assaults. Like people love Jordan, obviously because he was a winner and cutthroat and could dunk from the foul line. I think people have a different kind of love for Steph Curry, but it's not that far off from the kind of love Jordan got, understandably so, given his dominance in Chicago. Well, you said a lot there. Um, I I tend to agree with you that Steph Curry is one of the great NBA success stories that we've ever seen. Uh, Given the way that, you know, he was unheralded going into college, unheralded mostly coming into the NBA, he slipped in the draft for a reason. And then his career starts off with him having arguably the worst ankles in sports history. Like, I don't know if you noticed that now, even now, you know, he hasn't had issues in a while. But if you watch the games, like if you watch last night's game, you'll see a giant bulky brace on both of his ankles that he has to wear in every game now because his ankles are that bad. Mm. And to your point, Steph Curry's not the most athletic guy. He's not the biggest guy. I know he's he's kind of tall for a point guard, about 6'3", but he's thin. And yet he goes toe-to-toe historically with Kevin Durant, with probably even Kobe Bryant now with mm. Shaquille O'Neal with mm. Hakeem Olajuwon like the, these are behemoths in basketball history these are guys who to your point we knew almost immediately as soon as you heard their name oh that guy's going to be something special when that guy gets to the NBA it's not going to be about if he gets to the NBA finals it's going to be how many rings does he end up with like that that's what the the, the question was yeah. always going to be and with Steph Curry Nobody saw this coming. And I think that is why he has captured the imagination of so many people in this country, more so than anybody I think that we've seen since Michael Jordan. Like, there's a reason why, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, with the ratings, that this current postseason, which has in the last 17 playoff games, I saw this yesterday. They've been decided by an average of over 19 points per game. Like every game it feels like has been a blowout for the most part for the last two and a half weeks. Even still, the highest ratings we've seen in eight years. There's no LeBron James. Kevin Durant's been long gone. No super teams. Kawhi hasn't. Yeah, no super teams. Kawhi hasn't been there. Joel Embiid and James Harden got knocked out. What, what's the Giannis got knocked out? What, what's the, the common denominator? Are people tuning in to watch uh, uh, Jimmy Butler and, hey, and, and the Miami Heat? Hey, don't put Heat? my guy down. You know, are, are people tuning in to watch, you know, I guess you could say they're tuning in to watch Luka Doncic, but the ratings don't show oh, we that. We don't know that the yet. The ratings yeah. don't show that yet. Everybody wants to see Steph Curry. It's why I have said publicly even as a laker fan as a guy who lives and roots for the team that has lebron james on it steph curry is the face of the nba Mm. it it doesn't matter that the sports television shows the sports radio shows podcasts like this one anytime there's a lebron topic we try to get it in because we know he's good for our ratings he's good for our business polarized yes exactly i i spoke to someone last week and we talked about this exact kind of thing um just in private and I said, why is it that LeBron James, when it comes to TV, radio, podcast ratings, is through the roof? Yet when it comes to actual television ratings, doesn't rate as well. And Steph Curry, it feels like, is almost the exact opposite. 
you haven't seen a lot of Steph Curry conversation take place on the debate shows, you know, maybe the last 48 hours or so. Well, well, there's nothing to debate, exactly. Rob, but I think you just gave him something. Did, and now I know you're a big Lakers guy. Did you just put Curry on the same level as Kobe Bryant? He's in the room. Absolutely. I didn't see that coming. I'll be honest. Now, I know you're a big Co- yeah, Kobe guy. And, and, and I, I think Kobe is a better player than Steph Curry. I think, you know, almost all of the guys that I mentioned, you know, LeBron, Akeem, Shaq, I think that they're better players than Steph Curry. But when it's all said and done and you look at the way he's going to have his rings, he's going to have the unanimous MVP. He's going to have two MVPs, actually. He's going to have the idea that he changed the sport of basketball with the three-point shooting. Whether that's true or not, I think that he's going to get the lion's share of the credit. And you're going to see the way that his style of play and his personality and the shimmying <laughs> has captured the, the imagination of, a, of the entire basketball world more than anybody since Michael Jordan. So you're going to have to admit that when you're talking about the, the history and the story of basketball, Steph Curry has to be one of the first ma- names you mentioned, regardless if he ends up winning this championship or not. Yeah, he's really starting to put his name in that like magic bird discussion in terms of the story of basketball. Just because you mentioned Kobe, I have not previously gone there. I know I have a lot of Laker fans out here who listen. Uh, by the way, I we are able to look at the numbers for the podcast, and yes, we know that a lot of the listeners are in Los Angeles. Folks, I'm just going to just uh, humor me. I'm going to go through and compare Curry and Kobe. Now, Kobe obviously played a lot longer. Titles, Kobe 5, Curry 3, but Curry could not out of the realm. He could catch him. Kobe played seven more seasons. Um, All-Star games, 18 to 8. Um, MVPs, this is the surprise, but it's out there. Kobe 1, Curry 2. Finals MVPs, Kobe 2, Curry 0. First team All-NBA, Kobe 11. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> half his half his career he was first team all nba over half his career curry four um all nba all defensive first team kobe nine curry um zero this one was a surprise scoring leader kobe and curry were tied at two each i didn't know it was that close um this is the one that uh, it jumps off the page of me. And yes, I know the defense, guys. I get it. I get it. If you look at the playoff stats, points per game, Kobe, a juggernaut, 25.6 points per game. Now, some of that includes the, the two years he was a teenager and they struggled against the Jazz, the air balls. You remember those. Curry, 26.6. Curry, a more viable scoring option. Points per game-wise, probably not the best metric right? Um, Then Curry, that's a surprise. Playoff rebounds per game. Curry, 5.4. Kobe, 5.1. And assists, Curry, 6.2. Kobe, 4.7. I mean, you want to toss in steals, Curry has him as well. So, Rob, this narrative that Curry's not a playoff performer, more points, rebounds, and assists per game in his career than Kobe Bryant in the playoffs. And I'm the, I don't want to make this a Kobe versus Curry thing. It's yeah, a silly thing. And like I said, right? I, I hopefully nobody listening to this. But you started. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully people listening to this don't think that I believe that Curry is better than Kobe. I, I don't think that. But what I, what I was trying to say is that it's no longer a dismissive thing to say that 
they're on the same plane, that they're in the same tier of the greatest players of all time. It's no longer, it's like, oh yeah, Steph's a cute story. You know, he shoots the threes and does that kind of stuff. But now you, you, it's undeniable that he is in that pantheon, that he's in that group of guys that what nine years ago, 10 years ago would have seen, you'd been laughed out of the room if you would have said, Hey, that skinny kid from Davidson is going to be remembered alongside Kobe and Shaq and bird and magic and all those guys. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Since you also brought up Kobe and the Lakers, let's just quickly do a couple minutes and wrap up here on this Russell Westbrook saga. I don't really believe, I don't put a lot of stock in this, Rob, but I think The Athletic is reporting that because teams are telling the Lakers, if you want us to take Russ off your hands via trade, you have to attach at the minimum one future first round pick to it. The Lakers, of course, are balking at that, saying hell to the no. As a result, according to... Nah, Rob, you can find out who said this, but it was out there on Tuesday. The Lakers are saying, you know what? With a new coaching staff, a new offensive scheme, uh, some other uh, you know satellites around the big three, we can just make it work with Russell Westbrook. I don't want any, anybody jumping off bridges out here in L.A. That's not going to happen. This is what the Lakers have to say, okay, to get down the damaged goods value of Russell Westbrook. Okay, remember, Chris Paul, remember that Chris Paul trade, Rob? What was it? Chris Paul from OKC. To, how did he get to Phoenix? It was a, uh, ooh, I'm about to look that up while you're talking. Let me see how he I, I'm pretty sure that Chris Paul was shipped from Houston to Phoenix. Or did he know he made a pit stop in OKC? And it was like, oh, Chris Paul's washed, and then he has a good year in OKC and lands in Phoenix, and they get to the finals. I have the term. I'm not saying Russell Westbrook can do that. This is is one of the more interesting trades of the last couple of years. The Suns traded away Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen Lequeur, and a 2022 first-round pick in exchange for Chris Paul. Oh, my gosh. Now, listen, Paul flamed out spectacularly. This is what he does in the postseason. You you know, he did it this year, and Rob, I I don't want to crush the guy, but they were up 2-0 last year against Milwaukee, and they lost four straight. That being said, he got you the best record in the league and you went to the finals last year. You take that 100 times out of 100, right? Yes. I mean, no disrespect to Ty Jerome, the immortal Virginia Cavalier, <laughs> but you do that in a heartbeat. Um, I don't think Russell Westbrook is capable of putting a team on his back and getting to the finals the way Chris Paul did. That being said, we saw Russell Westbrook in Washington get them to the postseason. Now, I know that the same people who say who cares about getting to the playoff, uh, getting to the finals, that doesn't mean anything if you don't win. Um, there's a lot of teams out there who would really love to simply make the playoffs. Now, and again, I can't stress this enough. If you look at the financials, simply getting to post two first round playoff games in, in you know first round, you let's say you're the eighth seed, or you're one of the play in teams and you get in, that's a lot of money in your pocket. You, you're, if you're an owner, and again, I don't want to pump up my, you know, being a soccer team owner, but simply hosting a playoff game is invaluable. That is 
basically not free money, but it is huge. And that's why, and this has been broken down by some others, the Indiana Pacers have really never had a top 10 pick in the last like 25 years. Guess what? They always want to stay in the playoffs because as a mid-market team, you got to make the postseason. You got to get those home dates. You get the revenue from those home playoff games. Pacers were dreadful. I don't think Russ could take them to the playoffs. Is there a team that gets them there? Nobody in the West is going to want to deal with the Lakers. The Kings are desperate. They're not going to do it. Portland, no way they're pairing Russ with uh, Damian Lillard. OKC's not taking Russ back. Houston ain't taking Russ back. So then you got to look to the East and you're like, well, geez. What, is there a team that makes any sense? Well, yeah. The New York Knicks, who we know they're not getting any free agents this summer. That being said, what if the Knicks, and again, you know, they, they were really, really bad last year after making the playoffs. Couldn't you make the play-in? And, you know, Thibodeau and Julius Randle had some beef. Julius Randle at the end of the season was ready to be done there. They, their backcourt is not strong at all. I'm not suggesting Russ makes sense, but Russ is still a high-wire act. Can dunk, can get the crowd worked up. Can he get the Knicks to the playoffs in the East? I don't know, but his deal is expiring next year. So if you're the Knicks, do you take on Russ for a year and say, yeah, we'll deal with Russ for a year, and then guess what? We've got all the cap room to go potentially big game hunting next year. Now, I don't think the Knicks front office... It really wants to deal with LeBron, uh, given you you know the guys at the front of the Knicks front office right now. Um, I don't think they're going to want to deal with LeBron and help the Lakers at all. But th- this Russ situation, there just aren't a lot of teams that are going to be in the mix for him. I, I, I can't find them. Oh, that might be the understatement of the year, that there's not a lot of teams <laughs> interested in Russell Westbrook. But uh, while well, you asked the question early on in that rant, you know, who was reporting it? It was friend of the show, Yovan Buha from The Athletic, who reported Oh, he's been, on. yeah, good guy. Yeah. Uh, Great guy, really nice guy. Um, I, I tend to agree with you though that I, I think that this not not to knock Yovan's reporting or anything. I just don't think that this is a a a situation where the Lakers are really planning on bringing Russell Westbrook back. I think this is a situation where, like last week, uh, Sam Amick reported that that one of the things that they've been asking prospective coaches is how do you plan on integrating Russ if you get hired oh. and. Uh, I, I, no, no, that I, I was vomit. not taken aback by that. I was not offended by that in any way because, in the event that you are unable to get a trade that makes sense, you're gonna have to have him on your team. Like it, it would, it would behoove you to ask, "What are you gonna do if we still have Russ? How do you plan on working him in? What are you gonna do if LeBron and AD both miss twenty plus games? Because that obviously might happen. Do you have an, an offensive structure that works when LeBron's not on the floor?" Because even though he's an Iron Man, historically, the last few years, he hasn't been great at all, you know, available. He's been hurt. So these are things you have to prepare for. And these are things I think it would be irresponsible as a front office if you weren't prepared for those things. Having said all of that, I don't expect Russell Westbrook to be on the team. I do expect them at some point to offer up a, uh, you know, a first round pick or a pick swap or something as a way to sweeten up the deal, because even if Russell Westbrook as a player may not be that appealing, you know, unless you're to your point, the Knicks or, uh, you know, the Washington wizards who just making the playoffs to them is a big deal. That's a huge, yeah. And Russell Westbrook has shown that he can get, you know, teams to the postseason, provided he has 
defenders and shooters around him because he's not going to do either one of those things. But, you know, the other thing is his contract, I know it's $47 million, it sounds big on his face, it's an expiring contract. Yeah, that's the if you're a small market team like in Indiana, you already have your young guards of the future with Tyrese Halliburton and Chris Duarte. Why do you want to be paying Malcolm Brogdon another four years, 80 plus million dollars? You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make sense if you're a small market team in the interest of, uh, you know, pinching pennies and, and trying to hold on to as much income and salary as possible. It would make sense for you to get off of these contracts as quickly as possible. So I, I don't think this whole thing, it just seems like a big negotiation ploy to me. Yeah, that that's kind of the vibe. And listen, this offseason is going to be crazy for many teams, including the Lakers. Um, but we've gone a little bit long here. Uh, off, uh, it's It's been a slow week in sports, Memorial Day weekend coming up. It looks, looks like we probably will not have a show on Monday, unless there's Game 7 of Celtics Heat. Then we will do a Game 7 for sure, but that's how it's looking right now. Uh, we have a pretty big-time guest we're working on. Um, working on efforting, as they say, in the business. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.